So what do you do if you've already started your podcast, you have tons of episodes out there, and it never once occurred to you to monetize until now? How do you fix it? How do you go back to square one? That's what I'm going to tell you all about in this episode. So the real question is this, how can podcasters like us who've done the work, built a following, and actually made a difference monetize our podcast without selling out to sponsors who don't really value our community anyway? That is the question, and this is the answer. Welcome to Podcast Monetization Secrets. Hi there. Welcome to Podcast Monetization Secrets. My name is Christy Hostler. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you haven't met me yet, let me just give you a real quick bio. I'm the CEO and founder of Team Podcast, a full-service podcast production company. We handle everything relating to podcast production, but my mission is to help podcasters monetize because you can't have a sustainable show until you monetize and I'd rather help you make money than spend money. So I've been in podcasting since 2013. I've made over a million dollars from podcasting and it has led to amazing things in my life. I am location independent. In fact, as I talk to you right now, I am, I guess, farm sitting is the right word on the big island of Hawaii for my Hanai sister who is having surgery and dealing with some health issues. And so I am here with a beautiful ocean view, watching over and caring for three horses, three dogs, six cats, and 27 sheep. So you might hear, I've got some of the newer little lambs right around me here on the lanai. So you may hear some farm noises in the background. No, we haven't gone crazy in the Florida Keys, but we are currently, I've been um, over here since the end of April and we'll be here another few weeks. I'm just trying to give some recovery time to my sister. So anyway, um, this is what podcasting can do for you. It can give you lifestyle freedom if you do what's necessary to get your show monetized. Now, this comes up all the time, and it comes up very frequently in a lot of my consultations with my clients. And I was talking to one the other day who had um, finally realized that I think she was ready to monetize. And I don't know if it was a mental ready or a physical ready. I'm not really sure what, you know, what getting ready to monetize involves, but she was finally ready to start having that conversation. And sometimes it's doing the work involved in monetizing, because I will tell you, each part of monetizing is in and of itself, it could be, it's a full-time job. So, and I don't mean that like it needs to be your full-time job, but whether it's marketing, I mean, there are people who do marketing for their full-time job. There are people who do podcasting for their full-time job. There are people who do email content and email marketing for their full-time job. There are people who do copywriting. There are people who build sales funnels full-time. So all of those, like you dabble into as a podcaster looking to monetize, and it is no joke. (laughs) It can be a lot of work, which is, you know, sort of what my role is to try to help people with that and even the back end and the technical side of that. So A lot of times the perception that I have sometimes is that people that haven't monetized are podcasters who don't have any digital products, they don't have any digital courses, they don't have any really thing that they can sell their audience. And so they get the podcast going and then they just keep providing free content, free content, free content, but there's no, like the free content is the front end, but there's no back end, like there's no 
other place to send people where you can actually get them to buy something or so that they can kind of enter your ecosystem, your little internet kingdom that you've set up and begin, you know, buying more products and becoming part of your sales process. And your, you know, the lifetime customer value uh, is going to dictate that um, you're going to need to probably continue selling people once they come in and become a customer of yours, that there's going to be other things you need to be creating so that you can always be taking them to the next level because you don't want them to leave because they've outgrown you. So it's it's a lot of work. I know it sounds like just talking about it sounds like a lot of work and doing it is actually even harder. So this is actually kind of what I did in my business. And like I started the business and providing service and used all organic marketing methods and, you know, referrals and, and all of that sort of thing. And I didn't really have my marketing chops whenever I started this. And so my business was not set up with marketing in mind. It wasn't set up as a lead generation or or to have a lead generation pipeline of potentially new clients that we could always count on to, you know, bring in more revenue and to pay for myself and our employees and all of those other costs that go into doing business. And so Many of you are probably in the same situation. You started your podcast. Now it's up and running. You know what an RSS feed is. You know how to use your microphone. You know how to do an interview. You're creating content. You're out there doing it, but you're not getting any money from it. And it's because you don't have your back end in place. Well, I was talking to a client the other day, and whenever we got to talking, you know, I couldn't tell from her podcast, like she has a professional practice, like she's a you know, like a psychologist, psychiatrist, one of those. I'm not really sure which one, but she has a private practice. And when she started her podcast, she started it to have amazing conversations about a lot of the things that she sees from her clients and in therapy and that sort of thing. So she did that, but with no real eye toward monetization. So when I started digging in and I was like, what, like, what is your primary field of practice? Is it, you know, uh, trauma? Is it, uh, infertility? Is it relationships? Is it, you know, what what part of therapy are you in? So we, we kind of got clear on that. And I couldn't tell from the name of our podcast what it is, what it was. And so it was one of those things where I wasn't really sure how she was using her podcast to lead into her business or if she was wanting it to. So I got to digging further and I was like, do you have any digital products or any digital courses? And she's like, well, yeah, I have two courses and two books. She said she had two courses and two books, but yet nothing in her podcast sent traffic to the two courses and two books. And so, of course, I had to give her a like step up on my soapbox a little bit and be like, you have got to stop what you're doing right now and go record ads for your own entities, for your own products, for your own services, for your own courses, and get those into your podcast. Because she's putting out a podcast every single week, which is the largest organic traffic she can ever have. And yet she's getting nothing in return for it because she's not pointing that traffic anywhere. So one of the things that she had coming out of that consultation was she had a lot of homework to do. So I wanted to talk to you today about what to do if you're in this situation. I have been in this situation. I was in this situation. I see a lot of my clients in this situation where you don't have anything created or you don't have a funnel set up or email capture or really anything else for your podcast listeners. It's just you're just stuck creating content, putting it out there, and you don't really know who your listeners are. They're not really on your email list, and you just kind of get stuck there. 
So there's two, let's just say, um, we're going to, the first scenario is that you actually have books, ebooks, courses, membership programs. You have something that you can sell to somebody. Now, I will say this I do have a lot of therapy clients, um, and that is the thing you want to think about before you're trying to sell something is you want to look at your revenue streams that you want to increase. And most people that are in private practice, whether they're attorneys or whether they're doctors or whether they are therapists in some way, shape, or form, they're not trying to increase their one-on-one. They're not trying to increase their client load through their podcast. So most people are wanting to make it more of a uh, switching from a one-to-one type scenario to a one-to-many. So that's probably what you want to think about whenever you, you know, are setting up what you're going to sell to people. And so the very first scenario is you actually have things. So it's products. You, you have books. You have um, maybe there's a course that you teach or there is a could even be a live event or retreat or something like that that you have or somehow you do something or you can sell people and they can actually click a button and click buy now and you can get their credit card and you give them the purchase or they've got a ticket to your event or whatever the situation is. So if you're, you have that and you have not already started promoting that on your podcast, stop what you are doing today. Don't create another podcast episode until you go back and create ads for each one of your things. And I'm not just talking about one ad. I'm talking about individual ads with different hooks because throwing out hooks for your products and services are probably one of the most effective ways to draw people in. And it's going to take, it's like fishing. It takes a different type of hook and bait for different fish to bite. So for me, if I was selling my services, I could start out with a hook about people who are just starting a podcast and I could make the pitch for my services. I even, you know, I've got programs that we're working on on the back end to be digital courses, but some of them are going to be for new podcasters. Some of them are going to be for people that need to relaunch. Some of them are going to be for people who are uh, rusty podcasters. Maybe they've had a podcast that's gone cold or dead or whatever, and they need to reignite it and bring it back to life. Maybe there are people who are stuck in free content creation mode, but each one of those people will need a different hook with me appealing directly to their situation. So come up with two or three different hooks for each product that you have, each book, each course or whatever, and just sit down and record three or four ads for the same product for each product that you have. And then what you're going to do from there is begin in your next release, you're going to begin finding a place in the middle of your podcast where you will make space for an ad. And that ad will then go right there. And so in the middle of your show, you're taking a break to say, hey, I've got something more for you. If you want to go further with me to solve this problem, and then you just do a quick 60-second pitch for whatever it is you're selling. It's really simple when you do it that way. A lot of people have a mental block to trying to get through this sort of thing. They don't want to come across as salesy. They don't want to do things that make people think they're just in it for the money because, you know, no business out there is just in it for the money. I mean, it's just like we put all these barriers in our way that we don't need to. And you probably have some of those too. So one of the things that will, you know, alleviate that is if you just go ahead and create the ads 
and then just start rotating them. It might be that you have something coming up that you need to promote. It might be that you're getting ready to launch something that you need to promote. Create several ads for that. And by creating multiple ads, people are going to be hearing something that you're offering multiple times as they listen to your podcast over the course of several weeks. So those things will become sticky for them in their mind. But at the same time, they're not going to hear the same promo over and over and over again and be like able to ignore it. So a couple of things about creating your own promo. And I've had to send, had to send when I force people to do this when they're working with me, um, several times they go, all right, Christy, I got my ads and they're all ready to go. And I listen to the ad and they just tell you a little bit about it, but they don't tell you where to go. <laughs> and they don't put a follow up in it. They don't tell you what action you need to take. You know, they just leave you hanging. They're like, hey, I've got this great thing and it's awesome and it does this and it does that and you'll want to get it today. And then there's nothing. So definitely make sure you know where you can, the URL that you can send people and make sure you're mentioning that multiple times. It's great if you can kind of weave that into your ad several times because it takes a couple of times to make it sticky. A lot of times people are listening to your show when they're doing other things. They're at the gym, they're mowing their lawn, they're doing other things, and they need it to be repeated several times so that they can sort of memorize it and commit it to memory so that later on they can go back and get what it is you're offering. So don't be afraid. You sound like a broken record. Yes, you do, but that's okay. You will need it to be sticky for your people to take action. So that's what I would do if I had some, some product and something already created that I could sell. And the other thing that I would do, I've turned people back from the door of launching before because they didn't have their back end in place. And this is what I'm going to tell you as well. If you're a podcaster right now and you are creating podcasts and you have not monetized and you do not have anything to sell to people, maybe you're thinking about creating a course. Maybe you're thinking about doing some ebook or doing a webinar or doing something else. Maybe you have a high ticket offer that you need to test or there's, there's other things that you're thinking about doing. Stop putting out podcast episodes. Tell your listeners you're going to take a little bit of a break. Take whatever time you need to hurriedly get your minimum viable product together. This doesn't mean it needs to be all the bells and whistles. In fact, if you're creating a course, you can announce the course and you can have the first group go through it live with you while you're recording it and then to get their feedback to create the final thing. But it doesn't mean you can't pre-sell it and go ahead and get it out there and get money for it. So one of the things that you need to do is stop putting your time and effort into creating podcast content and put time and effort into creating something on the back end. So for some people, if you don't have any product or course or anything, you don't know what you're going to do yet, it's going to be creating a lead magnet. It's going to be creating something highly desirable that people will click on your uh, website or wherever you're going to put it to download something that you're giving them for free so that they will do it in exchange for their email address. So that's where you need to start. If you don't have a way that you're already actively collecting email addresses, and you know if you've listened to the show that I absolutely focus on email addresses and counting them and keeping up with those metrics versus downloads. Downloads may mean nothing to your business as far as podcasts goes, but email addresses can mean everything if you do it the right way. So if you don't have any way to 
monetize right now and you just are thinking about some things and you're trying some things. And, you know, I've talked to people even in the past few weeks who have sort of, let's just call them more like entertainment or almost like reality-based shows, like maybe they're following, a, you know, an ongoing, you know, interesting murder case or something like that. And those shows can be hard to monetize because you're not actually teaching someone something. But what the podcasters find many times is that they have a very, very engaged audience. They have like their audience devours the content because they want to know more and more and more about, you know, the inside scoop and what's going on. And so those things can be monetized too by creating different groups. Maybe you have a group where you guys meet once a week and everybody, you know, shares information and you talk and you let them into the the secret stuff and they're maybe they're willing to pay $10 a month, but you get 50 people paying 10 bucks a month and that's pretty decent, right? So think about ways that, you know, you can monetize outside the box because it may not be a digital course. It may not be a you know, some sort of an ebook or something, but it may be just time that you invest that people are willing to pay for to be in some sort of like a little elite group with your listeners. I have a friend that has a gaming podcast. It's like a trivial game, trivia, not trivial, <laughs> trivia game a podcast. And he has that kind of a membership where people that join can become players in the trivia games. And the higher your tier is, the more interactive you get on the show. So, you know, there's a lot of different models for that kind of stuff out there, but you've got to begin creating something where people can hit a button and click buy now. Yes, I want it, whatever it's going to say, and they can go ahead and purchase something from you. If you don't have that yet, stop producing podcasts, go back, create a lead magnet for it, something that you're going to give away to get people into your ecosystem, into your funnel, into your email list. And then from there, go back and create whatever the course is, whatever the program is. And sometimes, you know, sometimes people want a, like a way, they don't really know what the way is. They don't know, how, like, how do I do this? Or how do I do that? Or how do I, you know, even if you're like, if you lead people with meditations, or you lead people in affirmations, could you make a group that meets once a week for that? And you could do it on Zoom, and you can take, you know, put it out there and take people's money uh, with a button right on Facebook. I mean, it's just, it's gotten so easy to set this up now, but sometimes we get like the productizing of something is a little bit hard for people. And so it's definitely something that you want to gather the group around you and then ask the group what else they want. What do they need? What help do they need? And then all you have to do is create it. And that's how, you know, that's an easy way to monetize with that. So Definitely, you know, you don't want to create more shows if right now you don't have any back end in place. So I would encourage you to do that. So if you already have some back end in place, stop creating a next podcast until you record ads for it. Put your ads into the middle of your show. Refer to your stuff often, not in an annoying way, but in a very organic and natural way. And then go out and start making your podcast listeners your customers. Your podcast listeners want more from you. I guarantee you there are some that do. And if you don't create the pathway for them to get more from you, then they're going to do it with someone else. You know, we're all behind the eight ball with marketing. I don't know anyone that's not in marketing full time that has their, you know, everything on point with their business. It's all a work in process. So go ahead and start the work and start the process. Make sense? Easy enough to do, but there's no reason not to do it. So I hope this has been helpful for you today, and I hope that you've learned something, or at least I've given you permission to go and advertise on your own podcast. You should be your first sponsor for your show. 
And many times people that are their first sponsors for their show never end up taking outside sponsorships because they actually make less money when they take outside sponsorships than they do when they just advertise their own things. So hope that's been helpful for you. And if there's uh, any more questions that you have, you can find me at teampodcast.com. If you need any help with your podcast production, back end monetizing strategy, anything like that, you can find us there. You can also find us in Facebook in the groups. It's Podcast Monetization Secrets. So let me know how I can help you. And until then, hope you have an awesome day. Thank you for joining us today. If you'd like to continue the conversation about how to monetize your podcast, I want to invite you to join our private Facebook group. Just go to facebook.com forward slash podcast monetization secrets and click the button to join. And then I'll see you on the inside.